show is not intended to take the place of orthodox medicine, but to work in conjunction with it. Therefore, if you need to seek medical advice, we advise that you do so. By participating in the Blog Talk Gold Ring Healing Fountain Radio Show, you are implying that you give permission to receive healing from Source, the Universe, all that is, God, or whatever name you call the Supreme Being, by whichever vibration it comes on. For example, Eastern energies facilitate Reiki, etc. Or Western therapies may utilize the Christ angelic energies. This program is non-denominational, so the healing modality will vary depending on the guest speaker. All healing comes from the same source. It may just come on a different vibration, rather like tuning in to a different radio station. We ask that you join us with an open heart and mind, with a clear head, i.e. not under the influence of drink or recreational drugs. Everyone who lives on this earth has a mission to do. All our healers are working from a place of love and light, with the highest good of mankind and Mother Earth uppermost in heart, thought and deed. Please relax and enjoy this co-creation. This is your time. We are in the time of now. of the Golden Healing Fountain Show. And this is John Christie, as usual, speaking to you from somewhere near Liverpool in the United Kingdom. And because this is a worldwide corporation and we get callers from all over the world, including Singapore, Helsinki and Brazil, apart from America in the United Kingdom, we're going to have a group hug and a cosmic kiss. So here we go. Put your arms around each other. Oh, <laughs> and uh, we're going to go over to Nashville and join up with Gary Moore in just one second. But I just want to tell you that today we're doing a Samuel Cast show with Marcus Healing for Inner Peace. And he's doing a show at the same time, so it's going to be a double show. So I hope we don't get sound loops and echoes and all that thing, but whatever. Whatever will happen, will happen. And he's going to be speaking about Dragon Empowerment Wisdom. 
And uh, he's a really, really interesting, powerful guest. So here we go. Let's join Gary Moore over there in Nashville. Hi, Gary. Hello, Jen Christie. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Healing Fountain. And uh, so far, the sound is so good. Uh, the simulcast, I haven't been on a simulcast since, well, since the earth was cooling. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's been a couple yesterday. of days. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this should be an interesting show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, be- before we actually bring Marcus on, we did have a request for another Miss Magical song. We did open up with Miss Magical, and then we had to do our disclaimer, which I have to do that by law, so that's why it's there every single week. But here we go. We're going to play Alien Nations. Love Miss Magical. Yes. Bring it on. Bring it on to me. Everything. We are all 
magic word alienation. And that's really <laughs> different, isn't it? I love that one. Okay, well, we're going to see if we can connect it with Marcus on his uh, radio show. So are you there, Marcus? Namaste. Love, love, and blessings to all. And my cell phone says conference call. I am basically it's interesting because um, when I when I used to do some casters, I've done several of them. I was able to either get connect to my show and then from my switchboard call into uh, the switchboard of another show without any problems. Now it doesn't work. Well, so what I explain to Blood Talk Radio, not that it'll do us any good, Marcus. But we can't even um, piggyback a guest onto the show now. They've got a call in from their own phone. And, uh, you know, so since uh, Microsoft took over, that's how it is. So, as I said, no right. complaining because where will it get us? We'll try, though. <laughs> so, so it's interesting because I called into my show twice. Once from Skype to open my show. And the second mm-hmm. time for myself when I called into my switchboard and then... You did three-way call to your switchboard. So we basically our shows are now being done through my cell phone. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. It's interesting. It's yeah, a matter of ingenuity with the technology when the technology doesn't support what you are trying to do. Oh. <laughs> That's it. Right. We're before our time, Marcus, of course. So. Right. Okay, so you're going to be speaking about uh, Dragon Empowerment Wisdom. Is that right, Marcus? Yes. Um, basically, um, what is what is either of you know or think you understand about the true actual dragons versus what they say in folklore, which, of course, they're not accurate with any of the folklore, old wire sales. There's a lot of inaccuracy there, but go ahead. Well, I know that um, the Chinese have a lot of dragons in their culture. In fact, all over the world there are dragons uh, in the different cultures. And um, there have been photo, you know, pictures of them. And um, Chinese use them quite a lot. I used to have one on my bedroom rug. I was very into dragons at one time, Marcus. <laughs> and what are your thoughts, Gary? Gary. About, about the only thing I know about dragons, um, well, uh, dragons, uh, they were a mythical character, you know, back from the medieval times in uh, the folklore of uh, the UK and Ireland and Scotland and China, uh, Japan, a lot of areas, uh, uh, ancient folklore that, that uh, came about. And then I... You know, I started doing a little research, and, you know, the possibility does exist that uh, dragons, you know, did exist. They were a kind of a prehistoric dinosaur, if you will, uh, for lack of a better, um, that that actually were, had managed to survive up until those times. Well, they still do exist. Mm-hmm. And that managed to stay alive and survive up and up until those times, and uh, you know they said they could, you know the possibility did exist also of them being able to breathe fire, uh, you know, and the spark being ignited by their teeth and so forth. There are a lot of different theories on that. So uh, well, they must be I'm, very gassy. <laughs> I, well, they breathe the the their breath is methane. 
uh, from yeah. living in the remote areas uh, where they lived. You know, sulfur dioxide and methane gas uh, is flammable and uh, can't could ignite. So, you know, these possibilities, these things, you know, the. Uh, in other words, I'm I'm not ruling it out. <laughs> okay. Well, let me just inform you from my own experience. All right. Basically, I am um, an universal conscious being, as well as the others as well. And both myself and my 22-year-old son, Joe, are both consciously universal dragons. Basically, the true dragon consciousness, as well as that of the phoenix and and some other beings come from like one of the first original universes as we would understand it. And they are, their actual form, like the angels are from beyond form where they have no true form. It is simply when they project their consciousness from that universe into this universe that they choose to take on the form of a dragon or a phoenix as we would understand them to be. And basically they are like the architects of creation with the true living consciousness of creation itself, which is within all of our souls, within every star, every planet, every soul that exists, every bit of matter that is of natural material that exists. It's it's only that which has been altered and changed from its original state into an artificial form that I think is void of that consciousness, which is basically what is causing a great deal of harm to us on the planet Earth is because those of the, um, I'm not going to focus on it, but basically the negative ETs and those under their influence, those that are the old paradigm controllers, have created a lot of unnatural materials which are void of consciousness as well as the GMOs and other plant life that they created that do not that do not have the original life force essence within them as would would be natural and therefore they cause a great deal of harm and because they are not of a natural state natural form does that make sense? And if you cook food in the microwave, it kills it, doesn't it? The stone dead. And mm. so you're not eating the life force that you're eating if you eat fresh fruit and vegetables. Mm. And the life force, of course, is put there by the sun and our creator. And, um, you know, so we should be mm-hmm. eating totally natural foods, not GMO-altered ones or... Um, Cooking it in the microwave. Mm. Now, um, now one thing which, um, what, what do you recall from the other shows that we've done together that you remember from other aspects of the service that I provide? Uh, well, you do chanting, toning. Okay. And, um, do you channel the toning when you tone? Is it channeled through you? Basically, I am. Consciously, um, I guess you could say an elder dragon and phoenix, given aspects of my omniversal soul expression. Like I said, there are others on the earth, and there are also dragons, some are phoenix. Um, only a few I found that are that have both, which is so fine. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's through that conscious awareness 
the conscious integration of multidimensional and omniversal soul expressions from my oversoul with that of the consciousness, true consciousness of creation itself as one. Yes, it's, in, it's within all of us. But my intention has always been for a long time to bring it into my full conscious awareness. Mm. Yet, and based, whenever I do sessions with others, I help them to consciously integrate more of their own multidimensional universal soul. Consciously integrate the living consciousness of Mother Earth or other planets that they are connected with where their, their soul is expressed. To consciously integrate more of the true living consciousness of creation itself. Yes, it's already within us, but to bring more of that in on a conscious level is the key to moving forward in your own conscious ascension experience. Yes, ascension is a natural process, but to bring it into a more of a conscious experience, to be more of a conscious active participant in your own ascension, and a conscious active participant with the planet of which you are living, which is Mother Earth, the more you can do to bring about change in a more direct and conscious way, in a f- more focused way. How does that, that mm-hmm. resonate with you? Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're doing your chanting, when you're doing your toning, um, do you channel some of that the dragon energy while you're yeah. doing it? Yes. I basically channel whatever frequencies from creation are needed for whoever I'm working with. Basically, what brings in form is the hologram, the holographic aspect of creation of this universe. You have the creation itself. You also have the harmonic frequencies of creation, which is, of course, more than audible sound. When I do the toning, Think of it as layers within layers within layers. As you know, if you have several different people playing different instruments at the same time, and all of those sounds mix together and you hear them all at different tones, but you kind of hear them at the same time as one. Mm -hmm. It becomes a harmonic, a harmony. Exactly. So it's along that idea where not only is it the sound frequencies, those that you can hear and those that you cannot, but it's also the light frequencies. It's also the living consciousness frequencies of creation itself that flow through. And because whenever I do a session with someone, I always bring in their soul, their higher self, their oversoul, so that they will receive that which their soul chooses to accept, that their soul or their physical form and the earth form need. Mm-hmm. So they're actually receiving what I am bringing through from creation to the totality of their soul. And it's simply what they are perceiving is audible sound. But there's more to it than that happening. Well, if we do a meditation later on, we will be hearing you doing some Tony, won't we, Marcus? Most and definitely. If anybody would like um, a, a session, a coaching session, they can email Marcus at innerlightexpressions at hotmail.com. And um, his new domain is being programmed now, healingforinnerpeace.com. Right. And well, I'm still working on programming that. 
happened. So I'm All working right. on that. So now, if anyone, um, if anyone is listening to my show, since I'm in doing the show through my cell phone, not through Skype, which is a little complicated. They, if they want to go on air, they need you to call in to the Healing Fountain call-in number, which is 616-929-0461. And then they can yes. go on air from that. Unless you're calling from outside America, in which case it's 001-646-929-0461. And Marcus is here waiting to take your calls if anybody would like to call in and ask him any questions. Or um, you know, just uh, for some a message from uh, his um, dragon energies there, and um, so you know, he's also on Facebook as are we. And tell us about the Andromeda Council. Uh, oh, can you okay. please, Marcus? All right. Thanks. Basically, the Andromeda Council is one of many councils through creation that are assisting life in this ascending form. One and basically they're all doing well. I won't say they're all, but a large majority of them are doing work to help and assist creation, assist assist worlds, with so that they can truly move forward in what their collective consciousness have chosen into a higher state of consciousness and their own evolutionary process for their planet. Basically. Myself being one of the elder dragons, which of course I'm not the only one, obviously. I'm, I'm one of many. But mm-hmm. basically, we are, I guess you could say, the teachers of the teachers of the teachers um, of the dragon realm as, as many other places. And so it is very interesting, sometimes challenging, when you're coming from the universal conscious beingness, if you will, and projecting your consciousness through the dimensions down into this universe, down through the, the being a universal being, to a galactic being, to a planetary being, and so forth, down into a third dimensional Earth human form, it's quite challenging. And sometimes one of my challenges has been that I've seen what it's like when I've assisted many other planets that are evolving into to a higher dimensional existence and the way that it is more commonly done on other worlds versus how it's being done here. And it, it's like, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. You know, I mean, many of you, many of others feel that, but to really remember and feel it on that deeper level is like, this just it doesn't feel right. This just is not the way it's supposed to be. Yes, we found on, on the council and others that on many other worlds that had asked for help and assistance, they're experiencing some things that are very similar to the Earth plane, but some things are also very different. And quite often it is the same negative extraterrestrial races that have enslaved us that are moving more and more out of control of the planet Earth that have done the same in other worlds. And they're also losing control of many of those other worlds because the shift that's going on is throughout this entire universe and other universes. Now, part of what we do from the dragon consciousness or even beyond that is 
assisting that the changes that are going on is throughout all the universes. All of the universes are interconnected. Yeah. So whatever happens at one point in creation affects everywhere else, just keeps mm-hmm. expanding. Think of it like a huge spider web in the middle uh, of, say, a, a field hanging from the ethers, if you will. And then that's connected to thousands and thousands of other spider webs on the ends upon thousands and thousands of more spider webs. They're all strong within themselves. Each one could represent, say, a whole universe or a whole galaxy, shall we say. Mm-hmm. And then each point within each spider web is a particular planetary system with, with evolving star systems and planets and so forth. And so each of those spider webs is then connected to other ones and other ones until eventually they get to the point... <coughs> Would they fold back and connect together on the ends? So it's like it's sort of like like a, a a ball of pure collective consciousness, which then connects to various portals and so forth, which goes to another universe and another universe. So you have like so many more of these. Each one is very different from the next but still has some similarities. It just, it's, just, it's just like seemingly endless. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of perception. Right. Yeah, the Lakota, the, the, the Native American people, of which I you know, share some heritage with, um, they have a saying. Uh, they, they have a saying that they say at the end of each prayer, uh, when they're doing a ceremony, whether it be a sweat lodge or sun dance or anything, and, and instead of amen, which uh, you know they do in English, uh, they say mitakuye o yasin. In fact, uh, you know the uh, Marika will do it in her mantra and so forth. Well, that that phrase mitakuye o yasin means all my relatives, uh, but the essence of that meaning is we are all related. We are related one to another, not only us as humans, but we are also, according to the teaching, we are also related to everything else. It's all interconnected. We are part of it, and uh, not the, and not the biggest part. <laughs> and uh, goes on and on ad infinitum. Uh, the the connection when it comes to you know the the connection interconnectedness of all of us, uh, all of us. And everyone, all the beings in, in the the animal kingdom and in, in the plant kingdom here on on Earth, but onward, keep going out, uh, you know, into the the solar system, the universe, the multi multiple Multi-head. universes. Yeah, it's all connected. Yeah, all interconnected. And that's well, what I know that, that means. Yes, uh, yeah. So, uh, some of it is a little. I mean, I mean, Marcus, you're very sort of tuned in and and up there, but it's a little bit deep for some people. But on a more sort of ordinary, everyday level, you do have some really good advice about staying out of drama, don't you? Yeah, most definitely, because what most people don't realize is that drama 
actually not only harms yourself, but it harms those around you. Yeah, and it's so easy to get caught up in the drama that Mm -hmm. goes on in everyone's family. And also, I mean, I've always said this since some of the British soaps came on on to the airwaves. Um, I mean, I should be backing British soaps, but I do find that they don't represent real life. They create it by by being role models for um, the actors and actresses are role models for all the impressionable people watching. And so when everybody's sort of sniping at each other and being nasty with each other, uh, they're copying that in their everyday life. Mm -hmm. And so they're not representing uh, true life. They're creating a horrible side of life and focusing on negative. Mm -hmm. So I'm always Mm -hmm. conscious that if the TV's on, that, uh, you know, that's, that's probably what's happening. Oh, yeah. And giving us all these illusionary ways uh, in which to live, you know, these these uh, ideas of, of beauty and or valor, which are all illusions. And uh, we couldn't live up to them, even though we would have liked to. Yet, at the same time, you know, they, they protect it. You know, you look out in the media and it's being depicted uh, all the time, all over the place, uh, whether it be in uh, television or in the movies of these ideas of valor, beauty, uh, so forth, which are all completely illusionary. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, we're young, the young ones, you know, they're impressionable, and it elicits an emotional response from them, which, uh, you know, if if you understand the law of vibration, it's more about what we feel than what we think. And uh, that emotional response is what draws into their world that uh, which they are responding to. Uh, so mm-hmm. it just per- continually perpetuates itself. Mm, right. And Dream Master's put in the chat room that drama is born from others not looking within themselves but right. being judg- judgmental towards everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that's the the main thing that we shouldn't be judgmental towards other people because a we are one, and b we are creating uh, the thing that we're judging, aren't we? In a way, right? We're creating we, that. We create our reality as we go along. We create mm. every one hundred percent of every element within our reality as we go along. Mm. Uh, mm. Right. Uh, you know that which we pointed out here just now uh, can you know can be posted as a problem, if you will. However, there is a solution to that problem, and the solution is simple, uh, and that is to go within, to look inside, to meditate, look look within, look within. The earlier we teach our children this, the better the world will is going to be. I mean, the Dalai Lama even said that. Uh, she says the best thing you can teach an eight-year-old child to do is to meditate, and uh, yeah. once they learn that, uh, it'll, their life will go so much easier for them. And they do not necessarily have to buy tickets, if you will, to these right. broke shows uh, going on all over the all over the planet. So uh, they, they they can realize they do have a choice, and to realize that we do have choice. To acknowledge we have choice, to acknowledge mind, uh, that is 
that is that is enlightenment. That is being enlightened. Mm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Gary, from your perspective, um, what do the uh, the indigenous, um, you know, like the Turtle Island and so forth, what do they say of the current times and with our star brothers and sisters and the disclosure? How are they describing them amongst themselves and bring their message out? Well, uh, from my perspective, from my teachings, uh, from my Uncle David, um, who is a Lakota medicine man, uh, I, I reflect back on the Lakota prophecy, which was brought to us by a man named Crazy Horse. Uh, his real name, you know, his Indian name was Shunka Witko. Uh Crazy Horse uh was was on the hill he 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 was up there fasting and praying for 4 days no food no water at a humblecha they call it a humblecha and he come down off the hill and uh he said he saw he saw the the, the tree of life withering and dying and having a hard time uh drying up and he saw the pe- the people cry and the children cry and then he saw a, a, a flash, a huge light in the sky, and then day become brighter than day. He said, and then, um, and then he saw again that the, the the water was clear. The water became clear, and the children again were laughing, and the tree of life was again filled with fruit and singing birds. Uh, mm-hmm. And. The teaching is that we are those children, those crying children. We have been those crying children. I mean, we all know abuse. You know, we do. There's, you know, there's abuse that runs the gamut. You know, there's, there's spouse abuse. There's elderly abuse. There's drug abuse. There's alcohol abuse. There's abuse of one another and abuse of ourselves. And this is what, uh, and this is what uh, Crazy Horse was talking about. What, what he saw. Uh, and the being the children crying. So we are the children, the, the crying children. Yet at the same time, we are also seeing this shift. We are also seeing the world waking up and the flesh and the light coming into more and more people all the time. And that is the waking, the waking up of people. And, and so that's true. it's, it's yeah. just a matter of time when, uh, and it won't be long now when. The tree of life again will be filled with fruit and singing birds, and the children again will be laughing. So, mm. this is a fascinating time to be alive. Well, we're here for that purpose, aren't we, Gary? Yeah. To uh, to help to spread the light and to uh, you know help other people to awaken if they wish to awaken, because some people choose not to. And um, Marcus, you've got um, a daughter that cho- chooses not to wake. Is that right? Yes. Um, most of my family is not awake. Um, the only one that is more most awake is my 22-year-old son, Joe. Yeah. And he's very much a dragon as I am and works with the Phoenix and even beyond that, like myself. So, And mm-hmm. I know, if you, and like I said, I do know others on the planet that are, that are also works the dragon and the Phoenix as well. Yeah. So there are many others as well. It's just a matter of... of how much they have consciously integrated, which is key to essentially, like I was saying earlier, consciously integrating more of their soul, consciously integrating more of the planet in which they are, they are in that form, like Mother Earth, 
consciously indicating more of the consciousness of creation itself. Yes, it is already within us, but to bring more of that into our conscious awareness and work with it, be it, the more that we can actually do ourselves. We are Instead of just lazily moving with the natural process out of, of ascension and evolution itself, you are choosing to take a more active role in, and to mm-hmm. actually experience directly and to remember directly your own conscious ascension experience as well as taking part in assisting others and Mother Earth in their, their ascension experience to bring it into a more conscious experience for them as well. Mm-hmm. Of course, Mother Earth is fully conscious, of course. But to work with her in that fully conscious way instead of saying, oh, hi, nice tree, hi, nice rock, you can actually feel the tree, talk with the tree, talk with the collective consciousness of all the trees on the planet. Mm. And that's where meditating comes in, isn't it? Because it's by meditating that you do see things how they are. But you can learn to get to the point where you don't have to meditate in order to experience it. That's true. Right. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do the medicine men, how how do they describe that type of uh, connection with, with nature, Mother Earth? They describe it, um, well, there, it goes back again to the teachings of the creation teachings. Um, according to the teachings, you know, in the beginning... There was this force called Dakushkanshka. And I'm going to put that in the t- chat room. It's called. Good, because I don't know how you're spelling that, Gary. <laughs> it's called, uh, it looks like Dakushkanshkan. Yeah, Dakushkanshkan. Yeah. yeah. Only uh, they pronounce it Dakushkanshkan. And Dakushkanshkan, wow. loosely translated, is the spirit of motion. And that was uh, that was the, in the beginning of the, the according to Lakota tree. That was that was there before anything else was created. Was Dakushkanshka, and uh, the force, the, the spirit of motion. And they say that everything possesses Dakushkanshka. Everything possesses motion. Uh, even the rock. You look at the rock, and you hold a rock in your hand. And you wonder, well, how, is, how does this thing, how can this have motion? Well, when you look at it at the quantum level, at the atomic level, you will see atoms whizzing around, and it's full of motion. It's completely, it's totally comprised of motion. Right. And that's the way everything else is in the universe. So Dakushkanshkan was the initial force that was there first, before anything else. Uh, before, before God, even, according to exactly, the, yeah, basically that would be the same as how I'm perceiving it as the true living consciousness of creation itself. So basically, the way I've described it to a few others, I haven't done, not too many yet, is basically each one of us has our own consciousness. Each animal has its own consciousness, if you will, and then with other like beings on that same planet. They have their own collective consciousness. Say, all the dogs on the planet, all the cats on the planet, mm-hmm. all the fish on the planet, um, all the trees on the planet, and 
or the insects of particular types on the planet are all interconnected with each other. So they have their own planetary collective consciousness as well mm-hmm. as being connected to the collective consciousness of the planet itself. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the planet Earth, there are many other beings um, that are much higher dimensional vibration that, for example, cats, dogs, they have higher dimensional form because just like we are multidimensional or universal souls of which our souls are expressed, you know, on many other realms. Like I've explained before, visualize a telescope. A telescope is made of a series of lenses or focus points. And the very top is, say, your higher self, your oversoul. Each lens represents a different dimension, different focus point of your soul expressing itself on a different dimensional level from the highest down to where we are here, the the lowest, most dense form. Cats, dogs, praying mantis, spiders, and so forth are just examples that, that they also have higher dimensional soul expressions as well. And such as the, the cats that I have, have had, which are no longer in the physical earth form at this time, but in their high dimensional form, they are cat people, dogs are dog people, and so forth, where they are part of the Adrenaline Council, where they aid and assist me in my higher dimensional form on that same dimensional level, as others do as well, to assist the flow of creation and assisting other worlds to evolve and move forward into a higher state of being. Mm. So think that, yes, you might lose your dog or your cat, they might die of old age or what have you, but if you go into that meditation, really work with them on a soul level, perhaps you will be able to perceive them in their high dimensional form where you are all also with them doing other work. Well, it's just like connecting with your loved ones who have passed on, isn't it? Uh, we don't actually die. I mean, our energy and our conscious being still exists when our uh, physical body dies. And, mm. uh, you know, so it's the same for animals, isn't it? Mm. Right. Would you like another twist to that? Mm, please. Uh, okay. The the Earth has mo- many, many different timelines. Each one is just as real as this one. And many of them do not have the controls and the controlling paradigms, suppression and slave t- timelines like we have here. And, for example, I work with one of my intuitive friends. They said that there were two family members that died brutally and that their family was having a hard time dealing with it. So I helped them to connect with the souls of their loved ones that they were speaking of. And then I then brought it into another level where she was perceiving them in another timeline that they did not die, that they were living out other life choices, life experiences, and that she herself, also had another soul expression aspect in that same time when I'm living out those same connected life choices and experiences which are different than this one. 
So, yes, they might die from this timeline due to the life choices or experiences in this timeline. But they are still alive and well in another timeline, perhaps, with you living out other life choices, life experiences together mm-hmm. as well. So they, they might be gone from this timeline, but that doesn't mean gone from the earth plane. They're still living out and, and life experience in another timeline. Yeah, they might no. be on another dimension. No, it's uh, another timeline, not another dimension. Yeah, another timeline. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. There's a lot of anyway, confusion with that, a lot of confusion. We do have a caller. Shall we take our caller now? Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so it ends in pass. Hello, are you there, pass? Hello? Hello, you're live on air. We're on the air. Talk to us. We're nearly human, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> and we have been fed. Maybe yeah, we're I, just listening. They dropped off. Yeah, they oh, dropped off. Yeah. All right. Um, them off. All right. Um, I can't. I don't know if this will work or not. It might. I do have someone in my switchboard and know who it is. If they do want to come on air and they know who they are, um, push number one and I'll see it and I'll see if I can bring you my cactus. Okay. Uh, they haven't pushed one yet, so they might not. So I can't talk to them directly because I'm on the show from my cell phone, but I opened up my show from Skype. So it's it's a little confusing. Yes. <laughs> you just have to be like an octopus, don't you, Marcus? <laughs> uh, well, uh, let me put it this way. With those that are ready that I can assist in the quantum, conscious quantum jump experience... I can describe to them, and they can actually see and experience. One of my friends, a very close friend, who's also dragon conscious as well, we explored creation in, in a way that a truly conscious dragon can do. We went into our former state, went into the other universes to the point in where we are beyond the universes, whereas the the purity of the consciousness, resonance, frequency of our own souls with that of the omnivorsal collective consciousness of creation itself, which is beyond all thought, all emotion, all beliefs. It's the purity of consciousness itself with the consciousness of creation itself. So it's the highest aspect of your own oversoul, consciousness, resonance, frequency, which makes you you, that you even exist, with that of creation mm-hmm. itself. And from that point, we then went exploring. I introduced him to one of my friends in another universe who is a worm about the size of a house, who is incredibly evolved and has quite a sense of humor. <laughs> we went to Oceana, which is one of the many homos from the dolphins and the people are from. And where we went in our dragon forms and we told stories of creation to them and then they shared their stories with us. And then we went to another planet where we would actually, from our formless state of consciousness, coalesce our form, our consciousness into the form for that planet. Where, of course, there's always an agreement with their planet to live out a lifetime or what have you, whatever it is, in service to creation, in service to that consciousness of the planet, requests, 
where we would live out that experience, help the people or, you know, whatever species is there. And once it is done, we uncoalesced back into our former state. And then we went from world to world to world doing that. And then in one universe where Star Trek and Star Wars were actually inspired from, so it wasn't exactly as Star Wars and Star Trek is, but you get the idea, it's the inspiration. Where we then created a ship in a form that it was representative to what exists there, where we lived out an experience um, for a lifetime that was far longer than what the, those of that universe of that species would normally live, and our ship was far more advanced, and we traveled a very long time, interesting many worlds within that universe until we felt that we were done and uncoalesced our form back into our former state of our consciousness. But we did that, let's just say within our experience here, was maybe, let's just say an hour, shall we say an hour and a half. But yet we brought into our conscious memory many different lifetimes of experiences on many different worlds in other universes or even this universe. And then we came back into our consciousness in this earth human form, which we originated from in that journey. Mm, interesting. So how does that resonate with you, Gary? Well, yeah, I mean... Well, go I was just wondering if, if you got any pictures while you were there. Grab your cell phone and snap a couple of shots or something. Like I don't that. think that... W- I, uh, the, the cell phone wouldn't be able to travel multidimensionally into other quantum states. It just ah. could, wouldn't, wouldn't even exist. Not oh. yet. <laughs> you couldn't even put it in your pocket and like bring it along then. No. Uh, well. <laughs> well, I remember other um, incarnations on different timelines, you know, and I'm sure that loads and loads of listeners out there remember them. And, um, you know, you do, you can meditate and sort of really delve into them very deeply. You can even be regressed to remember them. But... Yeah. Um, mm. And right. also having enough problems in this life without looking for ones in other lives that's gone. But some people, the the problems that they had in the other uh, lives affect them right. in this one, so they have to be regressed. Right. But, like, um, right. Like Gary, for example. Right. Gary, you are consciously aware of how you are PDN as well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And therefore... One of your high dimensional soul expressions is in a Pleiadian form. Therefore, that Pleiadian form, that aspect of your soul's expression, is one of your guides. Mm-hmm. Therefore, yeah, yeah. wouldn't you would you guide yourself wrong? Say that again. Would you guide yourself wrong? No, you wouldn't, would you? Yeah. Well, there is no such thing as right or wrong. Uh, yeah, but you, you, you get where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a part of you, right? Yeah, there are choices we can make uh, that will evolve us. There are choices we can make that will not necessarily evolve us. They're neither right or wrong, or good nor bad. And there's no, you know, there's no God waiting to punish us or reward us right. because we've done one or the other. Um, 
And there's there is just evolution. Exactly. So, um, do we have any other callers? Not at the moment. No. Um, so, if we're going to, um, have you got any on your switchboard, Marcus? Um, that person has not pushed one yet, so I, I don't think they want to go on there. So let's see if you can hear um, this song. See if this works. Whenever you're feeling... So I've just posted the link in the chat room, so we'll just click on the link 
if you want to just talk them through that, Gary, I'll get on the switchboard and play the um, relevant soundtrack to go with it for the people who are not in the chat room. So uh, I've posted the link in there. So if you want to just click on the link, pull up your player, and pause okay. it. All right, and then oh, I can I do a meditation afterwards. Yes, well, we'll just do a couple more things. We'll just light the candles and call in the uh, energies. Okay, then, so I'll count you down. So 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Press play.
Right now, we're going to light our candles. Doesn't matter if you don't have one, you can light an imaginary one. But it sets our intention, and my intention when I light my candle is for myself to join with the great light, and I also like to set the intention for world peace. And it reminds me that I am part of the great light. So right now we're going to ask Gary to call in the energies. Thank you, Gary. to ask Marcus to lead us in a beautiful guided meditation so sit comfortably thank you Marcus all right 
<clears throat> as always. And one thing I'm requesting as we're bringing in higher energies is say, send healing, love, and light and prayers to my friend, who is definitely a light worker and teller of truth to inform and support humanity in its own way, is Ron Van Dyke. That's Ron Van Dyke. And um, and also uh, my daughter Allison, um, she's uh, needs some healing as well, um, recovering. So um, her name is Allison. So everyone sit back comfortably. Put the one hand on their heart and the other hand on the solar plexus if they can. Feel the rhythm of your heartbeat. Feel the rhythm of your breathing. Follow that rhythm to the source of your life force essence from your soul within. Feel the totality of your soul and your oversoul coming in to your conscious awareness. Feel within your own soul the true living consciousness of Mother Earth. Feel our dear sweet Earth Mother's love, nurturing, and support for each of you. Appreciating and loving you for coming into her form. Again, feel within your soul, Mother Earth's soul, and everyone listening to my voice. Feel the true living consciousness of creation itself. For that is within all of us and all of our souls. And together, collectively, we are creating a holy space. For the true living consciousness of creation of this universe and our universe. Only those that are of love and light intention may enter into our multidimensional and omniversal holy space that we have co-created together in this non-linear space, which is within time and outside of time, within duality and outside of duality. Feel as we are flowing with Mother Earth's consciousness in each other, with all those that are here to support Mother Earth as we are flowing to our Stargate soul, to the central sun of the Milky Way galaxy with the collective consciousness of the Milky Way galaxy. Show that love and that support on the galactic level with the totality of our souls and Mother Earth, as we continue to grow and expand our consciousness, flowing to the next step, to where our galaxy and the area galaxies connect consciously, integrating with the universal being of this universe that supports the galaxies in this area of this universe into another collective consciousness group. And as we continue the expansion, we can sense and feel 
other universal beings of this universe connecting together into the next stage of the collective whole consciousness of creation itself of this universe where we are now into the conscious connection and wholeness consciously with the universe of being of this universe as we continue to grow and expand our consciousness with the universal consciousness of this universe. The whole collective consciousness of our universe is now flowing with us to the universal consciousness of creation itself where more and more universes are then connected collectively to the living consciousness of creation of all the universes of creation, where the totality of your oversoul, the totality and the purity of your own soul's consciousness, residence, frequency, beyond all thought, beyond all emotion, beyond all belief systems, beyond all planets, all galaxies, all universes, where the purity of your own soul's consciousness, resonance, frequency, and that of creation itself. Oh, hear the harmonics of creation itself. All the layers of creation which make up your soul and all of your soul's expressions of creation now merging consciously into one unified wholeness of being. Consciousness of the omnipotent dragon, consciousness that support all creation, and the phoenix, the universal angelic consciousness, placing a sphere of new creation consciousness around the totality of each of our oversouls, all of our soul expressions, their own creation, consciously integrating, activating, anchoring, dragon sight. <clears throat> Dragon Sight Dragon Heart Dragon Empowerment Dragon Wisdom Phoenix 
nurturing. Phoenix healing. Phoenix rejuvenation. Phoenix new birth. And omniversal angelic grace. Omniversal angelic peace, harmony, and blessings. From the true omniversal consciousness of creation itself, bringing all of this together and magnifying it more with the totality of our own soul and all of our soul's expressions and all those that are here to support creation on each of the planets, each of the galaxies in which our souls are expressed throughout creation. Merging us totally, complete and absolute with infinite living love, living light, living harmonics, infinite living consciousness of creation itself and the love which brings it all together. Oh, 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 Moving forward into the new earth, 
and beyond. One, two, three, now. Simply choose to allow this to manifest. Letting go of all expectations and to allow our, each of our individual and collective highest potential with Mother Earth to manifest. Letting go of all expectations for the abundance in whatever form that best supports us in our journey, in our mission, what we have chosen to be and do here on the earth plane. One, two, three, now. Feel it. Know it. Experience it. Remember it all now in this eternal moment, for it is now manifested you choose to allow it. One, two, three, now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Aho. Marcus for that fabulous meditation thank you so much Marcus thank you for being our very special guest we've run out of time as usual thank you to Gary and thank you for the energy for being with us because it's been very powerful here today thank you so and, much, uh, thank you everyone <laughs> next week Viv Bala and he's written a beautiful book and he's going to tell us all about it so join us next week can't and wait thank you everybody me yeah. neither and you yeah, love- tell with a lovely song, aren't you? Uh, Lovely blessings to all. Good night, everybody. Thank you, Marcus.
Mm -hmm. Namaste, everyone, on my show, uh, which continues. Um, now, what I'm going to do is play another song and see if my caller wants to go on air. Only Love is Real by Samaria. Just this body, emotion, or this mind, these senses or conditions, feelings going round. The truth is, I am really not as I appear. Not ending or beginning I am ever, everywhere Who I really am Who I truly am Is boundless Beyond body Beyond mind and time Beyond this earthly life Learning to discover My need of taking form I'm ever on a journey Experience it all Everything's illusion Lives of every sort Momentary pleasure Passing through this world But who I really am Who I truly am is endless, awesome wonder, ageless wisdom, design, beyond this earthly life. I am not this body, emotion, or this mind. Senses or conditions Feelings going round The truth is I am really Not as I appear Not ending or beginning I am ever everywhere I really am Who I truly am Is endless Awesome wonder Ageless wisdom Design Beyond this earthly life Beyond this body 
beyond mind and time beyond this earthly Welcome to the last half hour of Healing for the Peace after our beautiful summer cast with the Healing Fountain. And of course, we are deeply honored to have my very dear and close friend. Uh, Diana, would you like to introduce yourself and a bit of who you are and what you do? Hello. 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 No, Can you no, hear go me? ahead. You're on air. Well, I've got pizza in my mouth right now. That was a very peaceful show that you have on the Healing Fountain. And would you like to share a little bit about what, what you perceived from the show? Um, well, my, my perception is going to be different than others because... Um, I've been doing a lot of reconfiguring of myself. I um, I was able to get out there and travel while you were speaking. I've opened my heart more and opened more doors than even I knew I had and taken more bells down. And I just, uh, I feel pretty good right now. I did some energy work that worked. <laughs> it's been a while since I tried to just clear energy and somebody else that was having trouble getting something done. And so I tried and it worked and I just felt like, wow. So I know that I can still do it. I helped somebody get a 10% raise. And I'm pretty good at remote viewing. So that's pretty much what happened while you were doing your meditation. I was remote viewing. (laughs) Part of it, I was just uh, talking to people on the other side and guides and angels. And another part, I was... Do you remember the game Shoots and Ladders? Yes, I do. Yeah, we were kind of like playing Shoots and Ladders, and it was... uh, a diagram of how we just can maneuver the different timelines now, whereas I'm sure you're aware that we can do yes. that. But not very many people are, and I wasn't even thinking of it, as I even needed to leave my timeline. But it was interesting as I was going from a different timeline to a different timeline to a different timeline and realizing that this can be done, and and maybe this is what quantum jumping is. And um, no, quantum jumping is more than that. But go ahead. Yeah, but this will be a basic step to get started in understanding. If you can jump a timeline, you have to be able to do quantum jumping. But if this timeline isn't exactly working out, then and someone is clearing the energy for you, you definitely can use other timelines. And that was even, that was a concept I had to teach myself. It came through meditation. 
I haven't read it or heard anybody say that. So it might be a little bizarre, or it might be something that everybody's been saying. You never know. But that show was very peaceful because I have, I put myself into detox shock a few times this week, <laughs> trying to shift too fast um, because I spent a lot of time not taking care of my own self over the past year and then jumping back into catch up, catch up with where I left off two years ago. <laughs> I had to shift really fast and it was kind of rough. And we're getting ready for another big shift if we're, if we're doing it. And and those who make it through the shift at the end of this month are actually going to be able to shift some of the guys who of lower energies who have no idea how to wake up or do anything, if, but they don't want to die. So we're actually going to be at that point by the end of this month that we can shift other people for, and I guess that's a, a different level of holding the space for, but we have to keep shifting ourselves to get a a higher vibrational, more capable of doing what we were doing for so that other people can come along because not everybody needs to fade away, as you know. Um, and people will. They'll disintegrate or go in for recycle. You know, we right. want everybody that, everybody that wants to stick around to stick around. So I guess that would be another, uh, I heard somebody else, complaining, well, I'm not going to do that for other people because that would be just feedback writing, but, you know, I don't look at it that way because I'm in service. But there were a few things that I think that I probably could do more service. Um, I think it would would help if I had the Internet and a computer, but, you know, just in real life. So I've probably said enough. Your show was very peaceful. The Hillian Fountain... Um, adds a lot of peace to whatever whoever is on there doing, and I really appreciate that. And and I do love hearing Gary because I'm I've got that Native American rhythm in me too, and it can get me going. Just hearing those vibrations being brought in, he's he's better at right. it than he was. He's better than he was a couple of years ago. You're better at your tuning tuning than you were a couple of years ago. So I got to catch up. <laughs> Back to what to what I was doing and more, but I, I can I can see myself with my orange dragon now. I learned there is a woman out there, and I wish I had remembered her name because you may know her, or should be somebody you would like to talk to. But she was a dragon person, and she spoke of it as just think of it as another one of your angels. That's one way of talking, but I help people to, as you know, to consciously integrate more of their own soul, consciously integrate more of the living conscious creation, which is also within their soul, as well as the living conscious of each of the planets in which their soul is expressed. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, focusing more on Mother Earth. And as we bring in more of that, we are moving forward and really being empowered to guide our own conscious ascension experience and our own timelines more into what we would like them to be, into our highest potential that our own individual personal also and Mother Earth sees for us to do here on the physical and non-physical aspects of the Earth plane. 
And that, I thought you were going to explain to me why, um, okay, this woman who did dragon said that, just think of your dragon as an angel. So I know you just explained what you did, but where did the dragon come in all that? Basically, if we have a dragon as a guide, that's very good. If we Uh are actually part of our soul, is there also a dragon that has a dragon form? That is also good, but it's a different type of integration, different type of working with it. When there's an aspect of your soul, it's one way of working with it, because it's a part of your own soul, versus working with a dragon, which is a guide, not a part of your own soul. I mean, they're both good, it's just different. Okay. So it's a part of your oversell then? Yeah, it it could be, or it might not be. They're both good. It's just different. Part of the conscious integration. Of your own soul versus working with a friend, which would be God. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I they're both good. They're just different. Psychotherapists always tried to integrate people, but they only spoke of the mind. They didn't go far enough to actually do this for a person. But I knew a woman who had different personalities, and she would be very exhausted some days. And she lived another not life. She'd get up and go somewhere at night. She lived another life, and then she'd get ready and come to work. So her life right. wasn't working. But there, um, there are people that the that this type of integration would really help. So if someone out there has a, I don't know if you would call it mental imbalance doesn't just have to be a waking up of the physical waking up. It can be a mental imbalance. I think they would probably benefit from your toning and tuning. Well, you know Sherry Edwards back in 2000 when we had the first computer of a person's voice. The idea of that computer person's voice was to replace a missing sound and that would integrate them and they could go on with their healing. Well, this is like 15 years later, and she's still. So she's evolving in what she first started. She's probably flipping her own self out at the things that she's doing and talking about now. And um, so the people who were talking about the sound, the phone, the sound healing, the tuning fork therapy like I was, and I'm still doing it. That was part of why I over-detoxed. I only picked two two forks to bang around one day, and I cleared my uh, lower chakras and didn't do any clearing on the upper chakras. And then I went out and walked until I sweat and then passed out. (laughs) It was a little bit uh, crazy. But every once in a while I get in the detox mood. And uh, I I don't always put the best thing in my body. Sometimes Mm. I'll just have pizza. I can just eat pizza because I don't have the means to, like, a dishwasher. And um, juicing is my favorite thing to do, though. Right. I just bought a big bag of carrots. I'm about ready to go through some juicing days. Juicing really helps you um, if you're trying to just basically get off junk food. Go straight for Mm. the juicing. The first few days, allow yourself to take as much as you want. Even if you look and it says, oh, my God, I just had 2,000 calories of carrots, don't worry about it. The first few days, just stick to the 
just the carrot, and it helps you get off of your addiction to junk food. Some junk food's not tobacco. Nuts. My teeth don't like nuts, though. They get stuck in every crevice. But, right. Um, I like just eating nuts instead of meat. I don't like meat. I have, I've always had an aversion to meat. So somebody asked me if I wanted some rabbit the other day, and I was like, never tried rabbit? that. Have you? Have you ever eaten rabbit? No. 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 Did you try they were it? at the no, unless he snuck it in my pea soup. Um, he could have. I mean, um, I think you would notice. They're Cubans. It was a Cuban, and I stop in every once in a while when I because they have the water. The guy that has the best water in town for twenty five cents a jug is in that same strip mall. So I may stop by the Cuban place and pick up a mineral water. And then somebody right. was eating there and said, why don't you just sit down and eat? It's only $5. Look at all this food you get. I, I'm like, I couldn't eat all that food. What are you talking about? He right. gave me, he said, okay, just eat part of mine. He gave me a plain tang. Have you ever had a plain tang? I don't think so. Tang, however they say it. It's little things right. that look like bananas. They're not a banana, but they look like a banana. And that's Oh, yeah, um, plain tang. I think it's related to the banana. Yeah, it looks like a banana. But they probably don't use the right kind of oil because you know a lot of oils are not good for you. Better to right, incorporate right. olive oil. Olive right. oil or coconut oil. They um, pushed a lot of people in thinking that there were oils that were good for you that were not. So it's time for people to wake up about their oils too. <laughs> coconut or olive oil. And it's not that hard to change your taste. I, in order to change my taste to eat olive oil, I just would eat like an eighth of a teaspoon a day until I could finally stand the taste of it, and then it was easy to cook with. Right, right. All right. Um, I got a call. They said oh, um, that's really important. Uh, bad news from someone. I'm not sure who it is. So, um, so I'm just, uh, why don't I talk? I'll give you a call later tonight and. Um, because you and I are, as you know, are, are working on planning a show together. Yeah, I'm ready anytime. Whatever comes right. in the spirit comes in the show. All right, I I'm going to try. A few yeah. things I wanted to do. Okay, but I'll let you go. Make your call. All right, Make I'm going to play. Tell me if you remember this song, "To Be One," and then I'll close the show after the song. Okay.
but I, yeah. I, I have. That would be good dancing in the rain. That would be good dancing in the rain music. If you got mm. a bunch of people together on a rainy night, everybody go out there and turn it up loud. <laughs> That's what it right. reminds me of. Now, how old right. is that song? Two thousand seven. Sounds like it. That was the year. Well, two thousand four, three, two. Yeah, I woke up around two thousand. Of course, I was already awake as a natural healing facilitator since I was four years old. But waking right. up waking up to ascension didn't come until after two thousand. Right. So I do right. remember that song. But I thought it was older than that. Okay, go make your phone call. I hope everything will be okay. Yeah, I'm I just did while well, the song was playing and it's everything is all set. It was actually the wrong number. Someone that had the cell phone number before that I've been getting a lot of calls on. So it's weird. Oh yeah, that happens when you get a new phone sometimes. Okay, just let me know when you want to do the show. I already have some well, things. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be talking to you soon. And okay. um get some ideas for show notes and then we'll, and what we'll do is we'll we'll go over them, type them up and, and all that. What are you talking about? We're not show gonna notes. have show When you're doing readings you do what comes through spirit wise, that's what I'm telling you. I sent you a whole page of things that you can say during Oh right, period. okay, yeah. Uh, I I'll, I'll look for it. Yeah, I'm sure I have it here somewhere. Don't put it on your outside page for your show thing. <laughs> what I sent you was more like talking to you. Like you can say these something from here, here, here at different points during your show to me, and it'll trigger right. a memory. If I will talk about something that I did and wrote in my book. But basically, right. if we're right. taking calls, if we're taking calls for free readings, there's nothing more to say but free readings and healings. When you get on the show, then you can start. You know, read a little paragraph here, read a little paragraph there, read it. Don't you know? So we don't have any dead time. Right. When you're right. doing when you're doing readings, we basically—I don't know—but that's how I feel. You basically do what spirit sends through that wants right. to do. Yeah. Oh. The end of- <laughs> okay. That's all you right. You have to explain what you mean by having to have show notes. I'm well, not going to hand over my book to you. I'm just not going to do that. But I'm going to read parts of it in, during right. the show. So we don't need okay. to have the notes of what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Other people do that. Give you the notes of what they're going to say. Um, sometimes you know, I they they hand me some uh, excerpts of their book or the whole book or some questions mm-hmm. to promote, you know, discussion. You know, different different authors oh, yeah. do it in different ways. It depends on you know which way they want to do it. Okay. Well, I thought you just wanted me to introduce myself, so that's what I gave you, like five different ways to introduce me. So whenever you read this paragraph, it'll remind me of something I want to say. But um, let's wait till the books are published for me to send stuff like that, because whenever I read a page from my book now, I really don't want it to be written down and kept as a show note because it's part of something else. Is that okay? Okay, okay. Sounds good. Let's get the books published. You write it in chapter and you publish them. They could be published by both of us. 
I got at least sure. six of them ready for oh. All right, okay. we'll work on that. All right, so okay. I've got to check in on my son and see what's going on in the other room. Yes, you're a daddy. Right. you got a lot of work to do now. Feed everybody right. and get them ready for bed. All right, so, well, they're teenagers, so I don't need to do that much. <laughs> All right, unless I have my grandkids over, then I have to do more. Yep. Okay, I'll talk right. to you soon. All right, love, line, blessings. Love, line, blessings.